Welcome back to the Rolling Thunder Podcast, Episode 5. I'm here with uh, my partner, Kate Shirley. Yep. And I'm Colin Short. Um, so, we're going to start out with uh, last night's game on, what, what was it yesterday? Saturday against Houston Rockets. I mean, great game. I, I want to say we started out really slow. I mean, we got open shots, I thought. I thought we were taking pretty smart shots. N- nothing was falling. Um, I mean, PG had 17 in the first half. James Harden had 25 in the first half. I mean, that's just that's what he's been doing. But, yeah, I mean, we started really slow, kind of picked it up. And it's the, the second, second time this season that we get to say that the Thunder uh, record for comebacks is broken. Yeah, that is, uh, I mean, 26-point comeback. Was, I think 24 points. Yeah. I mean, last night against the Rockets was a 26-point comeback in the third quarter. Yeah, biggest. I mean, that that's kind of surprising to me, but that is the biggest comeback in Thunder history. That's but yeah, I mean that's still that's awesome. I mean it was a great game. We were down twenty two at half. I, I incredible I third quarter. Yeah, it, I mean one of the best. Oh, we've we've been seen as a third quarter team. I think oh, since yeah. the beginning of the year, but less more or less like the past month we really haven't been. I want to say we've just been playing pretty yeah. decent the past month, but we haven't really been seen as a third quarter team the past month or so. But anyway, um, yeah, last night was probably I want to say the best third quarter I've seen all oh, season for sure. Especially Schroeder. Yeah, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis played great in the third quarter. See, that's the thing. PG played great in the third quarter also, but Dennis just came off the bench, and I want to say he hit his first, like, five shots. Yeah. And he's been doing that all season. He did that against Orlando. Give a second to just praise Schroeder, bro. I I feel like Schroeder can be credited a lot of our success because he can just absolutely run bench units, especially him with Nerlens on the pick and roll. It's he's really good. Yeah, they're they're a great duo together. They and definitely so they run the pick the, and roll. When there's so well. games like that, it's just like how do you beat this team? But then there's games where he just shoots terrible. His plus minus is like negative teens or twenties, mm. and he just plays garbage, and doesn't really get talked about. But those games we sometimes we win them, but sometimes we those are some of the games that we lose. I want to say definitely against Orlando about oh, for sure. two weeks ago when he had a spurt in the third quarter. You don't have that. We lose the game. Same with last night. We don't have that spurt. Hey, he actually gave us the lead, I want to say. Maybe maybe it wasn't him, but I, he had, he had no, at least – he had he got he gave us the lead. He did? Okay. He had eight or nine in a row. I know that in the third. And uh, it's just stuff like that where I heat – I want to – Russell might have even been in when this was going on. Maybe. I don't know. He might have gone something. At the end of the third, I think. End of the third. Anyway, there – Whoever was taking the ball up, whoever would get it, whoever uh, the ball would be inbounded to, immediately was giving the ball to Dennis. Just saying, all right, run the offense, you know, do your thing. Either ISO it, uh, clear out the lanes, you know, let them work. I mean, he hit that big three. That that three was deep. He had a runner. He had a step back jumper. He had he had that step back three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that he had the uh, he had the midi straight from the inbounds play. That was pretty impressive. I think he got fouled on that too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but he he had a monster third quarter. Um, let's talk about Paul George, though. I mean, Paul George, another great night. How many? I think he had six threes. Yep, 45 points, mm-hmm. nine. 45 points. Rebounds. Oh, no, 11 rebounds. Or, yeah. yeah Something yeah. like that, yeah. But he, 45 points. He, that was one of his better games of the another year. MVP showing against oh, for the sure. probably lead candidate. Yeah, the lead, in my opinion, yes. The lead candidate, um, James, James Harden. Harden. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously James Harden had a really great game. But I, I saw a not- notable stat. James Harden, when guarded by Paul George, had... Seven points. He shot two for nine from the field. That's incredible. One for seven from three. Twenty-two percent in general. Um, I mean, I think I think he had two or three turnovers. Paul George forced two or three turnovers on yep. James Harden too. I mean, 
defense player of the year in my mind. I mean, what can, what can you say? Up there. He's definitely yeah, for sure. But um, I mean, what can you say? I mean, that's the best score in the league, in my opinion. And being able to play him like that is pretty incredible, pretty impressive. A guy like Harden's gonna get his buckets, and mm-hmm. then PG holds him to two for nine alone. That's that's impressive. That is very impressive. Yeah, I mean, shout out, shout out for that. I feel like that's a very undermined stat. Is how well. Um, he played defense. You know, everyone's going to see, oh, James Harden. He put up, what, 41, 42 last night? Yeah, Something like that. And you're going to see the highlight of him blown by Russ at the end of the game. But the only reason Russ was even guarding him is because PG had five fouls. And mm-hmm. Russ and him switched so that he would not foul out because James Harden leads the league in fouls drawn. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of scenarios where James Harden was getting he was getting easy buck not easy buckets but he was getting buckets and I want to say not all the time but a lot of the points were scored on Terrence yeah. which you know I mean he's a great defender but obviously James Harden is not an easy player to defend a lot of them were on um, bigger players like I, I I know he got a three or he had a three in on Stephen Adams and then he got quite a few buckets on Russell but PG yeah. PG played pretty good defense on him all night consistently so that's. I mean, that's something to see. I mean, as, and if you go back to Terrence, like, I mean, it's his second year in the league, and he played, like, it's hard to say he played well when Harden scores that many points, but he scores that many points against everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I would say he did play well defensively against him. And at the same time, he was staying good on the offensive side, too. He had some real, real nice threes last yeah, night. Yeah, he, he had some clutch buckets for sure. He's, I mean, he just continues to develop his stroke. I mean, that's... That's that's awesome. That's exactly what we needed. Good three and D guard. So I mean, it's great that we have not had to like say that he's like he's been on fire for like over a month, and we've mm-hmm. been praising him. And I yeah. love it. I want to just see it keep going, going. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, our our starters are playing. I I I every a lot of games. I check the box score if I can't watch the game, and I swear every time all five players are in double digits. Mm-hmm. I it's I mean it's it's really it's really awesome just to see like we. I mean, we do have Paul George and Russell leading the team. Paul George, obviously, I mean, 45 last night. He's yeah. been dropping crazy numbers. But, I mean, everyone is getting buckets. Everyone is scoring. Jeremy Grant, I, I'm not sure how many he had last night. I know he was in – I'm pretty sure he was in double digits. Steven Adams, great game. Yeah. I mean, just in general, like everyone – all the starters are getting – they're getting good um, averages. I mean, they're playing really well. Dennis is coming off the bench. He's averaging double digits for sure. For sure. I mean, it's just everyone scoring. That's what we need. Which – I find it interesting because people always say that, I mean, especially sports analysts always say that players are better when they're, when they leave Russell Westbrook example, Oladipo, Harden, Durant, mm-hmm. uh, well, Durant, not necessarily better, but more efficient with the same output. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then other guys like Cantor, I think a little bit too, but, uh, like everyone, every starting player on the thunder, but is, having the best year of their career. Exactly. Paul George mm-hmm. is the first time he he's even been considered for MVP. Mm-hmm. Steven Adams is being super efficient, playing all like best defense he's ever played and, and honestly best offense. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Jeremy Grant, same thing. And definitely Terrence Ferguson. I mean, I know you only have last year to compare it to and he's going to improve, but he's improved way more than any way of more thought. than, yeah, way more than expected. I mean, I, I want to talk about Jeremy Grant real quick. You, if you look at Jeremy Grant, I mean, his game has just become so versatile and I, I want to give a lot of credit to, uh, to Russell Westbrook on that. I mean, I mean, you hit him in the corner for a three, yep. he can pass it up, he can hit it or he can pass it up and he can drive. That's, that's one thing I've noticed is he's been, he's been putting the ball on the deck, taking it to the hoop. And I that mean, boy, he's, he's not like the flashiest dunker, but he is powerful. He bro. is. He's very, I mean, he's, he's very got, athletic. He's for sure. Yeah. He can get up for sure. Yeah. I mean, 
got to give it to him. He's been playing great too. He had he had a good game last night too. He had a few threes, mm-hmm. but I mean, that game was just. I mean, we played. I, I I don't know what the exact score was in the third quarter, but I know at some point we were beating them like forty two to twenty, something like that. I mean, just a forty. Yeah, point. in the fourth quarter. In the, in the third, quarter, yeah. yeah, in the third. That's what I mean. Um, yeah, I mean, we also we played a good fourth quarter. It it did get a little did get a little scary in the fourth. Oh, for sure. But I mean, we came out, and that's you know. Well, what can you Especially say? Especially I mean, the end when uh, they tried to pass the ball in the corner because they were down by one, and we tip it away, or we tip it into their hands and it goes out. Yeah, Steven Adams is actually, he's not going to get enough credit for that. Oh, no. Not I mean, because if he doesn't, uh, the commentator said this, if he doesn't if he doesn't tip that ball, I mean, that's going straight to Gerald Green's hands, and he might not he might not get the best look, but he's getting a look. I mean, he'll get a corner three. Maybe not completely open, but he'll get a corner three. And yeah. Anyone, yeah, one thing I noticed at the very end of that game, their last play that they ran, everyone on the floor could shoot. Everyone oh, yeah. for Houston, they didn't have a they didn't have a true center in. I don't even think they had a true power in. Mm-hmm. They had all shooters, and they used James Harden as a decoy once again, which they did a week or two ago against some. I can't remember who it yeah. was, but I mean, they tried to get it into Gerald Green for corner three. Great defense, great hands, tipped it, hit Gerald's green hand, and Paul George shoots free throws to get up to forty. Yeah, I mean, but also. Get, I also want to give give credit to Russell Westbrook. Oh, for, I, was, I was going to bring it up. If yeah, you did the play I, before. for him splitting the defense like that. Did you see the post game interview? Uh, I did. Yeah, when uh, he when was, Russ was like he saw it all game and he took advantage at the end. I would. I mean, I I know it's hard to like firmly believe that, but I would I would like to believe that he did see that and he was waiting to use it and to get an easy bucket when he needed to. And yeah. he used it in the perfect time. I it mean, looked way too easy. Oh yeah, no, he just he split the defense like that. I On mean, pick he just, and roll, he just cuts it through and gets the easy like the wide open lane. You know, I really wish he would have just gone up there and just slammed that thing cuz you yeah. know he easily could have. But he, he was you know, he wanted the guaranteed bucket. I you like know, that. The night before or yeah, the game before he did miss it. That that is true. In a fast that is true. But I mean I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, just great execution. I think that was a great play. I want I if, if that's true, I actually did not see that post game interview. If that's true, I guarantee Russell went went into that huddle, went into that timeout, and said, "All right, guys, I know what I'm doing. Pick I know what's going to happen. We're going to run this pick and roll." And if I'm it sure doesn't work. Get it to Paul George. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they had time. It was very well drawn up, though. I, but very that, good play. That game for sure was just like it went from being at the end of the first half, like g- going to be our probably worst loss, one of the worst losses of the season. Mm-hmm. Just playing that terrible against a great team. And then in the third quarter and fourth quarter, just switched to being an incredible win. Show showed resilience. Yes, backs yeah. against the wall and come back on the road. Yeah, on the road. I mean, against a hot Houston team, everyone knows oh, what yeah. James Harden is doing. I mean, it. No, no disrespect or anything to James Harden. He's playing. He's having a crazy year. He's oh, playing. Sure. He's playing out of his mind. Um, and it's great to get revenge on him, seeing as we lost uh, in Houston on Christmas. On Christmas Day, Day yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. Revenge is sweet. That game was one of the better, I think, this year for a Thunder fan, for sure. And that was the game last week that we highlighted would be the most iffy game, and it was, it was that game was very iffy. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah. Other than that, Thunder have had a pretty good week, three and zero, playing good. You know, we got ten out of the last eleven. Ten of last eleven. That's awesome. You know, you love seeing that. Um, let's see who we got. We got the Trailblazers tomorrow. Yep. I mean, I, I feel like that's definitely in a winnable game without a doubt. Um, we beat them how many times? Two or three times? Two, I think. Already. Two times? Yeah, two times already. Both times were pretty – I mean, uh, the second time in Portland at the start of January, that was a great 
great, great win. And mm-hmm. so I'd love to see that again. It's correct me if I'm wrong. This game it is at home, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's definitely winnable. Um, we've already beaten my home once. I mean, we've been playing exceptional, exceptional against uh, Portland so far this year. So that's great. Um, but I mean, they're always they're a good team. I think they have the best. They're the second best backcourt in the league behind Clay and Steph. Um, I mean, they can they can light you up. So and they they lit up San Antonio not too long. I think it was like it might have been. Two nights ago. Oh yeah, they did. They absolutely lit them up. I so. mean, guys with with guys like Lillard and McCollum, they can, they can go off exactly. But sure. um, tomorrow night we got yeah again Trailblazers at home, and then Valentine's Day Thursday night we got the Pelicans at home. That's that's a very or, sorry Pelicans on the road. Pelicans on the road on the road or at home. That's yeah, I feel like I, I feel like there's no excuse to lose that game. Nope. In my opinion, I mean that I that game reminds me a lot of. Memphis just a week ago or not even a week ago just three or four days ago I mean Memphis is obviously they were crumbling they didn't have Marcus all they didn't have Marcus all I mean there's a lot of drama with Memphis just because they want to get rid of their uh, not get rid of but you know trade away their their star players that they've been having for seven or eight years I mean more than that yeah I mean there was a lot of drama with them you know that that's not you can't lose that game and I feel like this it's the same for New Orleans I mean you got all this drama with, with Anthony Davis, you know. Anthony, two nights ago, they're, his own fan base, I mean, they're booing him every time he touches the ball. You can't lose a game with that. I mean, with, yeah. when a franchise has that much drama involved, that much hate towards their star player, that there's no excuse for losing that game. I completely all. agree. And then that game leads us into the All-Star All-Star weekend, break, yeah. All-Star which, break. unfortunately, no Thunder players made the Rising Star game, I don't believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. I think you're right. And no. then Diallo's in the dunk contest, and then of course Russ and PG mm-hmm. are on opposite teams for the All Star game. I I didn't Russ get traded? Yeah. He, so he was drafted to Team Giannis. Uh, I think. No, no, no. He was drafted to Team LeBron, and then yeah, PG Giannis was had, drafted to Giannis, and then uh, Russ was drafted to LeBron. That's correct. Yeah. But then I I saw that Ben Simmons was traded for Russell, and um. Giannis said, or LeBron said, he he made that trade because he wanted to see uh, Russell play on the same team as Joel Embiid. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so I believe they're on the same team now. Yeah, him. I think it's him and Russell. Yeah, PG and Russell yeah, both yeah. on the same team. That's I mean, that's. But yeah, I, it sure will be funny to see Joel Embiid and Russell playing on. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a classic move. By they'll LeBron. have fun. Russ always has fun in the All Star game. Oh yeah, right. He's yeah. I definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's gonna be a fun, fun weekend. But let's go back uh, to Thursday, the trade deadline. So many moves were made. Oh so, yeah, but surprisingly, Thunder were very silent. Yeah, no, I, I was actually, I was very surprised by this. You know, I what is this? Two years in a row? Two years in a row with no trade. I mean, it, unless you count TLC, which I don't necessarily count. Last year was not. We didn't get him at the trade deadline. No, oh, no, you're talking about TLC talking, last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we, that I don't count it. Yeah, I mean, cash considerations open open spot, and I mean that's not really yeah, a trade. Not, it's not really a big trade either. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was, I was very surprised. I, I was, I really thought we were gonna pull in, you know, either Wesley Matthews, um, the guy out of Atlanta. I can't remember Prince. Tur- Tur- 
Oh, I forget Prince. Yeah, yeah, Kareem him, Prince. I think or Wayne Ellington. Somebody. I thought Ooh. we were gonna. I mean, because we were really eyeing a small forward. Yeah, I well, can tell. The rumors that I was seeing a lot on Wednesday before the trade deadline. Uh, where the Thunder were eyeing Toreen Prince from Atlanta and Alec Burke from Cleveland. And, Alec of course, Burks, yeah. after those rumors were going around, Alec Burke did get traded on Wednesday night to, I don't remember, I think the Rockets, actually. Or the I think it was the Trailblazers. Was it? Maybe. I, I can't remember. But he got traded to a Western Conference team, I know that. Yeah. Um, so there went one of them, and then... Wayne Ellington, I I can't remember where he went initially. He got moved to Phoenix. He signed then, with Detroit. And, did he and not? then he got waived and signed with Detroit That's yesterday, right. mm-hmm. which is unfortunate yeah. because that Wayne Ellington would have been a great pickup. I agree, an yeah. absolute great pickup. That boy is a great shooter, plays a shooting guard. I don't know. He just would have been a great guy. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, I don't. I didn't. I didn't necessarily know a lot about the players that we were after, other than Wesley Matthews. I've been watching Wesley Matthews for yeah. a while, but um, I heard a lot of good things about the guy out of Atlanta, Prince. Tareen Prince. Yeah, yeah. Tareen Prince. I heard a lot of good things about him. I don't quite remember him against when we played Atlanta and they beat us not too long ago, but um, I mean, I, I heard more great things about him than any of them, but. He's the guy from Baylor with the dreads. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, he, he's I, good. He's a, he's a solid, he's a tough guy. Yeah. I, yeah, but I mean, I, w- I was upset to say that, to say the least that we didn't make a move, but I mean, it's. But there, there'll be something. I we will go after someone on the bio market. We'll sign someone, even if they don't, even if it's not like our top candidate. Yeah, there will be guys who'll get bought out by now in March first because you have to guys. You have to be bought out by March first to be eligible to sign with a playoff team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we'll, the next two or three weeks until then, we'll definitely see something happen. Yeah, I agree. I I hope so. I mean, speaking of, I mean, we got two roster spots open, now, or maybe is it just one? It's still just one, but we have to sign. We're only at okay. So no, okay, we do have two roster spots open because another big news is on Saturday mm-hmm. Saturday morning or Friday morning. Um, hmm. it was. Friday. I think it was, it was Saturday. Fr- I think it was Saturday morning. Okay, it was Saturday morning. Yeah, it was. Um, the Thunder waved guard. Uh, Alex Abrinas. Alex Abrinas. Yeah, which I mean, is kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, it was out of nowhere. I it was I, when I read that, I wasn't I wasn't mad. I'm but it wasn't like honest. out of hate towards him or because he wasn't a good player. It's because he has touched the floor twice since like December, and uh, all of that is due. He's been missing a lot due to personal issues, which I don't think the story's out of why, unless I, you know something. I, I actually i I did. It's it's not out publicly i've heard two different things i've heard um it possibly it could be due to drug abuse is one thing i've heard from sources um yeah i mean that whatever it is just i i mean i'm i'm either way like you you wish the best of luck for him yeah for sure that's (laughs) yeah i mean i i i hope the organization you know supports him and i support him well yeah i did see that uh like it was out of just like he needs to focus on him right now because he hasn't been. Or he's been trying to focus on himself and basketball to mm-hmm. get back to being able to play, but he's been focusing. He needs to focus more on him. So we waved him, and it was something about like not out of hate at all, just showing support for him, even though he's still not with our franchise anymore. Yeah, I so I heard two. Like I said, I heard two things. I heard you know possibility of drug abuse, and then the other thing I heard, I heard he could have uh, worms. Yeah, I, I, I don't quote me on this. Don't know if it's 100% true. Just to... I feel like drug abuse is more... 
I feel like Worms would have. I feel like we would have heard about that. I feel I, like I get. Why I agree, but I feel like if it was drug abuse, the thing is, the organization and everyone is backing him up. If it's drug abuse, you really think that the organization would be behind them like they are? Because they are. I mean, they're su- they're very supportive. You think they're really going to be like, hey, man, like we're here for you. Like, you know, you do, you're skipping games because you're smoking meth, but we're here for you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just what I think. I, I don't, I mean, there's no telling. I'm not blaming anyone or calling them out, saying anything, but I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> But yeah, well, I don't know. I'm sure something will come out because he'll probably sign with someone over the summer. He, I don't think he'll sign with one, anyone until then. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I mean, maybe. all of that, all of that, like I said, you know, could be true, could be not. No yeah. telling. I so. mean, you still just want to see him get back to oh, yeah. being on the court either mm-hmm. way. Yeah, either whether it's, you know, whoever. Just want to see him get back, back to normal. For sure. So. Um, and going back to the roster spot that uh, Abrinus left open, I saw something saying that it, so we have eleven guaranteed contracts right now, mm-hmm. uh, because Deontay Burton is our twelfth guy who's not guaranteed, and then our other G League player, forget his name, also not guaranteed. So that's thirteen players, and then the other eleven are guaranteed. So those two are not guaranteed, but you have to have twelve guaranteed roster spots. And so what someone was saying is, we're either going to sign like a ten day contract or something to get a player to fill that guaranteed roster spot. Or we're gonna uh, give Deontay Burton a real contract, which would be a guaranteed contract. Because when you when you have a two two way contract, it's not considered guaranteed. And so I think Deontay Burton has earned himself. I a, I, a I agree. Spot. I definitely think he's earned himself a roster spot. Um, I mean, he didn't do. He actually played in the Houston game. He didn't do yeah. much, but I mean, he had he didn't play bad defense. He had some like there there was a. I think he had, like, two or three rebounds, and, like, the two or three rebounds I saw, I mean, he was, like, going up there and getting it. Like, he was going – I mean, he was he was putting his body out on the line. Yeah. It's obvious that he he wants to play for the Thunder. He wants to sacrifice. He wants to play basketball. And that boy Loki been hooping for the blue. I've been seeing his stats. He's he been has up, been hooping. And he's been putting up 25 a game. Yeah. I mean, he's – I don't mind him coming off the bench at all. And was he the guy that I saw had a 360 dunk in a game, or is that somebody else? In a G League game, I, I think I saw Ooh. him have three. Yeah, he had a three. My that producer, was him. Oh, yeah, my producer's telling me that was indeed uh, Deontay Burton, who had a 360 duck. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. That was that was filthy. Very impressive. I yeah. mean, we all knew he can boom. Yeah. I think we talked about it, that he needs to just continue to get big, like get more muscle. He is. And you know how tall he is? I don't know. He's not that tall, but he's a big boy. He's like 250, bro. Yeah, he's big, and he can boom. Oh, he is athletic. I mean... Yeah, dude, I I don't mind him coming in for five ten minutes a game at all, at all. I mean, uh-huh. maybe more. And but. even if it's just to get a dunk, to just spark something, you know, or to shut down a run that someone else is having, for sure, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Back to Alex Sabrinas. Just one more thing. I'm, I mean, I kind of want to say is, you know, I I don't want to say he deserved to get waived, but. I mean, you look at it, and he was not playing good this season. No. At all. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, mean he that's... played in two games. He played in the New York game. I mean, since he left, he played in the New York game. And then I think, like, do you remember the other one? 
Maybe it was Portland. No, 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 was it New Orleans? Maybe I'm not sure. I just I don't know. he's been. But in he didn't and play out. that many minutes in either games. He didn't really do much. And I think what I read from what I read and saw, I think it was more of a mutual agreement to get waived. That it was like he was agreeing he needs to step back from basketball, and the Thunder saying you you need to step back from basketball. Yeah. So I yeah that's why I just don't see him getting pursued this off or till the off season for sure. And also partially why. I don't think it's worms as much as I think it could be a drug addiction that they're just trying to cover cover up so it doesn't look as bad. Yeah, for but. sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, do you do you have any one thing I wanted to ask you? Do you have any idea when Andre's coming back? Any, Dude, I any have, updates? I have not heard anything. It is just silent. You know, I mean, that's just oh, which is man. weird because like I remember before, pretty early before the season started, and like it was either late October, early November. I remember him. Or, oh no, it was like August or September. I remember seeing the video of him running on a treadmill for the first time, and then it was like early November, and they were talking about how he's progressing for a comeback. And then was it like mid November where he re-injured himself? Well, he was he was supposed to come back mid December. I'm right. I think that's right. Mid, I think it was late December, early January. Okay. Well, but then until like. Early November, that's when they like moved it up to like mid December. Maybe that's what it was. Hmm. Well, I I don't because when did he? Do you know exactly when? Like not the day, but like oh, what I, time I period I it was? Day, low key, I think it was January sixteenth at the Pistons. Don't. I, it was in the teens of January at the Pistons. Well, I know it was about a year ago. I'm talking about the day that he. Um, re-injured himself. Do you oh. not the not the exact day, just oh. the time period. I, I think it was early November. Early November. Well, because I, whenever I, I read and I saw a ton of different videos and like news stories, and he he was only supposed to be out like six to eight weeks or like reevaluated maybe. Yeah. I mean, what? It's mid February now. It's been. It's been a good two and a half months. It's been a good, yeah, it's been a good about 10 weeks now. And we haven't, I mean, we don't have a single update on him. Not that I've seen, though. Yeah, I haven't seen one either. And I feel like at least one of us would have seen something. Yeah, I mean, that's. So. Oh, man, I I feel like I feel like our team really could progress with him back on the floor. Which which is hard because I feel like the longer the longer he's out, right, the worse he's going to be when he comes. Exactly, back. yeah. He's the- going to be out of shape. He, like you see it with Boogie. I mean, I know Boogie wants to play more, but Boogie is on a minute restriction, and I mean he's playing on the Warriors, but he gets tired because yeah, conditioning is way different than playing in a game. I'm oh, sure yeah. my producer can agree with that, but. Conditioning is way, way different. And so you'll see that, especially when you're Andre Robertson, who is known for playing defense. And mm-hmm. you you can get tired buckets like James Harden has showed. But when you're tired, you get lazy on defense. For sure. I mean, I, I feel like – also, I, I feel like the longer he sits out, the longer he's injured, just the less time uh, obviously he's going to play due to that. But also due to the fact that, I mean, he hasn't played with these guys in over a year. Yep. I mean, you can't – you can't just necessarily join a basketball team and just click immediately. I mean, you need some time to, you know, just kind of get back in the flow. I mean, he's obviously, in my mind, no way he's starting when he comes back. I don't think, as we've seen him stay out longer and as we've seen Tford progress more, I just have grown more accustomed to thinking that I don't think Andre Robertson will ever start a game for the Thunder again. I don't – I mean, unless there's, like, an, an injury, which, I, I couldn't – I agree. I really hate to see because this summer – two summers ago, we signed him for a three-year, $30 million contract, and 
last year was his first year. This is his second, and the next year is his third year. And I feel like last year he was definitely worth ten million a year. I'm not sure that he will be this year or next year. I I agree. I mean, it it really especially is. if he's coming off the bench. Yeah, it's very. I mean, it's it's really sad, but I don't. I, I mean, he's. I don't know if he's going to come off the bench. Like, I mean, he's got to adjust to those guys because that's who he's going to be playing with. He's not going to be playing with yeah. PJ. I mean, he he, he could get some backdoor oops from Shodi. Oh yeah, for sure. He definitely could play with uh, PG and Russ. I'm not saying he couldn't. It's just that's not who he's going to be typically running with on the floor. Yeah, I completely agree. So, I mean, it's just going to be a lot more difficult for him to get back in the swing of things. And even if he is getting minutes, I mean, he won't be at first. But let's say he's back and he's recovered and he's not on a minute restriction. He'll be playing with, like, either PG or Russ because he'll be probably playing the end of quarters and stuff like that. Like, he's not the guy you want. I don't know. In the third quarter, we're just, like, so solid right now. We can, we're can we hitting big shots like threes and stuff, and that's what T. Ferg is for. Mm. He can hit those shots, and Schrode can hit those shots. Mm. PG can hit those shots. Robertson can't hit those shots. He can get the steals, but why? I feel like you don't need to throw him to get steals when we have PG and Russ, who lead the league in steals. Yeah. Like, um, we have we force the most turnovers yeah. out of every team. I mean, we have the best transition offense. I've said this a million times. We also – I mean, we – we score the most points off turnovers more than any team in the league. So I mean, how many more tur- how many more steals turnovers do you need? Exactly my point, right? Because R- Roberson was so good at those things that he was value like that he was valuable because mm-hmm. he was even though he was so so bad on offense that you could do a whack at Roberson like the Rockets did in the playoffs. That but his defense was worth it because mm-hmm. he was that good at defense. Yeah, but now that our team is. A, Okay, well, I don't think we're number one right now, but top three defensive, top three team, defensive team, yeah, probably the best team defensive team. In the NBA. I mean, even if we're even if we're not ranked first, I don't think us and the Bucks are probably number one. Team. I mean, look at last night, exactly. But like now that our team is so good at defense, why mess it up? Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, we really don't need them I, I, because I feel. <laughs> I mean, I love love, I love Robertson too. Especially in the 2016 playoffs when he was hitting corner threes. Oh yeah. But um, I feel like there's no way that his the defense that he will bring to our team will be more than the offense that he takes away from our team because he will. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So I don't yeah. know. We'll just have to see if he even comes back this season. Yeah, it's very because if he upsetting. comes back too late in the season, I don't see there being any way he plays in the playoffs. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but. I don't know. We'll see. You want to see him come back soon, but I feel like since we haven't heard anything, he won't come back soon. Mm-hmm. At least yeah, a month. I I definitely think the fans deserve something from the organization addressing because I I feel like everyone is wondering about him. Just we, like uh, Thunder fans, at least. But like, well, the, yeah, that's that's what because like I feel the reason I want to say he's not going to be back for a while, right? Is because like when it's a guy like LeBron or AD who has like a minor injury that's like going to take you out for a few weeks you're not wondering like oh is he going to be back tonight is he going to be or you're, you are wondering is he going to be back tonight but for roberson since he's been out for so long they're not just going to throw it on you like he's back tonight like they could do with a short-term injury yeah you know mm-hmm. for sure i mean we definitely definitely want to hear about him but you know all right guys uh thanks for listening to episode five of the rolling thunder podcast shout outs of the week weekly shout outs we got I'll start. We got uh, Seth Osborne. Shout out. Shout out, Ozzy. Love yeah. you, man. 
Also, shout out to Mike Lee for being the GOAT. Michael Lee, shout out, buddy. Who else you got for the shout outs? Uh, shout out Jacob Shauna, our producer. Yep. Love that man. Producer. He does so much behind the scenes that he you guys does. just don't even see. So shout out guy. to Jake. All shout right. Out. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. Peace. Peace.